Hello ladies, gentlemen, and neighbors. Welcome back to your friendly Neighborhood Comics Podcast. This is the podcast where Brock and I talk about comics that you can read online with your Norfolk Public Library card. This month, we're talking about the Department of Truth. So please put on your tinfoil hats and get ready to hear about why you have to read this amazing comic. Yeah, Department of Truth, the Eisner-nominated comic book, right? That's pretty important. It's one of the main reasons I was suggesting us reading this one is uh, it's Eisner-nominated, so yeah, it's definitely worthwhile, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, what, what we want to talk about? So this, okay, so uh, we should talk about the like normally we go in about how the uh... is that what we normally do? I don't know. It's it's been so long, man. All it's right. been so long since we recorded. Yeah. No, we're going about what this book's about. All right, so... Uh, Short synopsis. Yeah, this book's about basically conspiracy theories becoming true. It's uh, based on this idea called the Talpa, and it's uh, the idea that basically if enough people believe something, it manifests and becomes true. So if enough people believe that uh, reptilians have infiltrated our highest levels of government and secretly control the government... If enough people believe that, then it becomes true in this comic universe. And so we got the Department of Truth, and they're kind of like the men in black who are going around to kill the conspiracies, so to speak. Yeah, so it's all those bad fairy tales, conspiracy rumors. The more people talk about it, the more it is. Is the Earth flat? Well, if enough people say it is, yeah, I guess so. Um. Yeah, so this was a really interesting read. I definitely felt vibes of uh, some Hickman that I've read right. in the past, um, mainly with how it's dealing with real-life events and kind of drawing in all the little random conspiracy theories. Reminds me of how... You want a water, man? <clears throat> no, I'm good. I'm good. Reminds right. me of how uh, Hickman will go and research these crazy topics and dive down these rabbit holes of information and then mm-hmm. get some weird comic book out of it. Uh, so we have, like, Nightly News, um, which follows the life of one reporter and how, you know, he starts slowly not believing in the truth. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the truth isn't what's being told. Um, and we have the Black Monday murders in which the occult seem more and more real. Right. The more and more we go into what exactly the Black Monday means. Um Right, and that's a pretty dope comic as well. Like, if you like that one, I think you really enjoy this one. Uh, it's a super timely book. You know, it, it's talking about. It references a lot of conspiracies that are going around now. Um, I really liked how they kind of delved into the psychology of conspiracy, like who believes it and why they believe it. Um, it was pretty interesting for me. Um, I think one of the coolest things, too, was kind of the historical aspects to the uh, conspiracies. So they talked about the 1980s, the, quote, Satanic Panic, which is a super cool name. Like, if a band is not already called Satanic Panic, there needs to be one, like, right now. It's, There's got to be a couple ska bands, at least. Right. Uh, Skatanic Panic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I can see that. If it's not out there, we're doing it. We'll debut it at the International Ska Festival coming in oh. September. Yeah, there we go. Unfortunately, tickets are sold out. But yeah, Department of Truth. Oh, what do you think of the art, man? The art is all over the place. Yeah, literally. Um, so it's 
it's going almost to like if you're used to looking like 3D panels or whatever with the use of red and blue kind of contrasted over each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it, it, it's got a lot of that going throughout. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of shake you up, I guess. Um, a lot of pen lines. Right. And I don't know about you. I, I guess I kind of thought the vibe was almost like a crazy person scribbling into their notebook. And that's kind of like the vibe that art is giving you. Yes, especially when you get into a conspiracy theory or when the main character is talking about things that happened in his past. Mm-hmm. The, the rougher the lines get, the crazier the things get, except for you know a couple of figures that stand out really nice and clear among the scribbles, and that's kind of alarming. But Yeah, so, um, I mean, I, I really like this book. I highly recommend it. It's for fans of The Matrix or... Um, Men in Black, you know, it's got kind of those vibes, conspiracy vibes, everything. Men in Black, wrong. Twin Peaks, X-Files. Yeah, oh man, yeah, X-Files. Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, if you're into those series where you have, you know, the seemingly normal person gets drug into a world of paranormal, mm-hmm. um, this is another series to add to that list. Check it out. Um, especially, uh, one thing I like, about those kinds of shows is you want to, or stories is you want to look for something that takes a unique approach to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, it's the art direction and also how they approach the believing makes things real. Well, believing things makes things real, and we have a government agency about that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I really like that, you know, that whole notion of the Talpa and stuff. I, I had never really encountered that before. I don't know if you're familiar with the idea, but um, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat like starting point to come up with an idea for a whole comic and stuff. And it seems like this one's a runaway hit. I mean, yeah, Eisner nominated, it sells real well. Um, I believe the second trade is about to come out. So we only read the first trade. I believe it covers either the first five or six issues. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really excited for more stuff. Uh, By the end of this one, we learn about kind of the opposite of the Department of Truth. So there's another group out there that is basically trying to spread more conspiracies and to, um, you know, out the Department of Truth. Well, seemingly spread conspiracies and also kind of give the counter-argument, well, you know, if if we talk about something enough, it becomes true. Well, aren't they just controlling the truth at that point? Right. So it brings a counterpoint to... Are you with the good guys? Are they doing the right thing? Yeah, and that's kind of the cliffhanger that we end on is like, is Cole Turner a good guy and is he helping good guys? He did murder a, like at least a couple people. So that's, that's definitely the question he's left with is, yeah. am I a good guy? These things that tell me, oh, no, it's fine. Oh, it's actually real. Um, and so I'm, I'm really waiting for volume two to come out so I can dive into this. Yeah. So I had a couple questions for you, dude. Okay. All right. Are you ready for these? You did tell me we were going to do some hot seat. You had some questions. You yeah. You would not tell me until okay, we started Okay. I'll start with a softball. All okay. right. So uh, what's your favorite conspiracy? I kind of like the Hollow Earth stuff with, like, the caves Ooh. in Appalachia. Yeah. Okay. Like like there's something else beneath the crust. Oh, okay. I cave- thought you, you were straight referencing, like, King Kong. No, no, not like King Kong. More oh. like like the cave networks and all that stuff. Oh, okay. All so right. like, there's more than we can see on sure. the surface. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that one. Hmm. As far as conspiracies for me, I guess the reptilians has always been pretty entertaining. That one is entertaining. I mean, because we can't say UFOs now. Why's that? We've got too many government reports. Of UFOs? Yeah. Well, I mean- Even in Virginia Beach. It's not a conspiracy anymore. We got reports, man. Well, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you get into semantics there, but UFOs have never been disputed because UFOs are, by their definition, unidentified. Yeah, we don't know what that is. So, yeah, flying saucers, that's... The, but, yeah, I don't really believe in flying saucers. Yeah, but uh, reptiles can't fly stuff, so it's fine. Okay, all right, so that was, that was the easy question, okay? Right. So now I'm going to get you to the harder question, and this was um, something I love to start uh, my classes with. So I used to teach um, history uh, at a couple colleges. This was about, like, gosh, close to 10 years ago now. Um, and so the question is, how do you know what the truth is? How can you be sure that something is accurate? I mean, you have to go with what matches the most witnessed accounts. Most witnessed accounts. Okay, so, uh, I guess you're saying, um, by, by popular vote, the truth is determined. What we have recorded, yes. Okay. Or so up until like globalization, yes. So whoever could tell the story is the one who determined what the truth was. Okay, so maybe let me uh, come at it in a different way too. Um, if somebody tells you something, how can you know if it's true or not? So I don't know. I'll, I'll go with this one. How do you know that the uh, the Earth is round. Because I believe the people that went into space and then have footage and pictures of the Earth being round. Okay, good. So so we're getting closer now. Okay, so um, There's more. you've never been out in the, uh, the stratosphere, right? You've never been able to witness the curvature of the Earth with your own naked eye, correct? Oh, I was going to bring to the other proof, okay. which is the fact that you can have... Um, so this was back in where they could tell time in Egypt. So this is like back ancient Greece philosopher's times. So the reason why you know it's round and not flat is because of where the sun is uh-huh. and the sky. And if you have two obelisks, but the shadows are cast at odd angles. Uh-huh. So the angle in one place at the exact same point in the day is different than the angle in the, another place at okay. the same point in the day. If it was flat, that's not the way the angle should be pointing. Okay. Like that's not where the shadow should be pointing. So because of the way the shadows are pointing, once you do all the math and add things up, kind of get that curve. Okay, so from what I'm getting is um, you believe in uh, expertise, uh, that there's people who are smarter than you and can figure these things out. Yes. I'd be a little afraid that you're relying on the expertise of ancient Egyptian scientists, but uh, we'll, well just table that. That one. That I, one's I'm just making. You can I'm just ribbing you. I'm just ribbing you, brah. I'm just ribbing you. Okay, because we're, we're getting to to what it is. Okay, do, do you want to know what the truth is? How, how you can know the truth? Okay, go. Yeah. So uh, the truth is what we say it is. That is to say, um, the truth is. Uh, what is agreed upon by experts and scholars. So when somebody writes like a new book or something like that, 
uh, let's say their book is about the earth being flat. So then this book would go through a review process where the top scientists in the field at various universities, they would read it and then they would uh, provide their feedback. And then the book is either published or not. Um, and those reviews are also published. So basically, it's a small group of elite, smart people who are telling you what the truth is. And so this is how we decide what is accurate history, what is accurate science. And I mean, with science, you know, it's always evolving. There's always a new truth coming out. The consensus is always changing. But yeah, so how does that feel? Does that feel settling? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, like you're okay with that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, okay. that's just how I, how I got to that point. I'm like, yeah, it's always going to be up for some sort of debate or contention as to. It's just it a question I, I love to pose with people and watch them work through. And my favorite one is the roundness of the Earth because they'll be like, "Well, no, I haven't seen it with my own eye, but it, it's round." But then they'll, like, not believe other things. And it's like, well, how can you allow scientists to tell you that the Earth is round when you can't verify that yourself? But then scientists tell you, say, that a vaccine is, you know, extremely effective, and then you decline that information. How can you choose one piece of information, choose one truth, and then deny the next? Right. So for me, just going off of whatever offers me the most empirical evidence of hey, this is a thing. I'm like, well, no, I don't know if it is, but based on how the track records are on other things, like, for example, I could have chosen not to believe that there were actually donuts in the break room today. I could have thought you were joking to me. You know I'm an expert on donuts. Right, because you had proximity to the break room. Mm -hmm. You probably walked past there, and you you, you would know, are there donuts? But still, I had to go down there and check for myself. And of course, there were, and there were only cake donuts left. I think they were all cake. When I got were down there, there was donuts? only three. Yeah, I don't know. Why don't we just do an actual cake? I don't know. I guess maybe for the variety of flavors. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure they really cared for this uh, volunteer too much. He only just got a, a couple donuts. I mean, there's a whole box. And there's not many of us here on the staff today. So. Well, at least we got them. And that's really the important thing. I'm glad we could celebrate. You know, his his time with us. Yeah. With the donuts. Well, I think that's uh, about all we need to do for today, huh? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So the truth? Oh, no. Yeah, I do want to say the truth, it's out there. The truth is out there. Right. Yeah. So thank you for listening, guys. We really highly recommend this book. I mean, this one is a lot of fun to read. Super timely. I mean, with all the craziness in the news and stuff, I think this one's, yeah, just really fun. Helps you kind of make sense of the world. I think, yeah, and I think with the way things have gone the past couple years since it's been, or the past year or so since it's been written, it's even more timely than when it was written. So it's yeah. it's kind of impressive um, and definitely a fun read if you are willing to uh, read something that makes you think. I know sometimes you're in the mood for something that's, just going to be entertaining and silly but if you want something that's going to get your brain going and get you thinking yeah. for a few days after definitely check this out and then we have other recommendations after this so um, definitely keep listening um, however more directly to Department of Truth if you like this check out Black Monday Murders yeah, and uh, Nightly News 
All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what comic we're going to do next. Uh, we got a few more ideas in the pipeline. We want to do uh, Gideon Falls and Sweet Tooth. So those should be some of the next ones coming up here soon. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. And until next time, take care. Take care.